what's up, everybody? It's your man, Monster, coming through Trainwreck Sports, and I got some more monster mashes for them asses. Now, the bye week is over, like Grover to Casanova, driving a Range Rover sober in October. So we got some things to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is why are the Chiefs' ass? <laughs> they're fucking down bad. Oh, Kansas City. I got two reasons why they're down bad. Jackson Mahomes and that Britney chick. She just... Nye -nye -nye. Logan Paul, Jake Paul, do me a favor. You guys want to be relevant, you numbnuts? Go punch him in the face. I can't stand Jackson Mahomes, you disrespectful little prick. Now, moving on from them. Let's go to our beloved Buffalo Bills. We're going to whoop the Dolphins' ass. There's no question about it. Hook, line, and sinker. Bada boom, bada bing. It's over with. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Now, next part is our Buffalo Sabres. Don't worry about Jack Eichel and the pimples and the curly fro. Ah, oh, my neck hurts. Should he have got the surgery? Yeah, let him get the surgery. Fuck him. He doesn't come back healthy. He doesn't get paid. It's simple. But since we don't have him, we're looking at a bunch of young kids playing their asses off, and I respect that. I watch these young kids lose every single game and try their balls off rather than hearing bitching and whining and stupid shit that superstars do. I don't like it. Another hot take. Within two years, Dylan Cousins will wear the C as the captain of our, your, Buffalo Sabres. Now, one more hot take. I got to get out of here because they only give me a couple minutes because you know I can scramble on all day with the yada 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 yada. You know what monster does it. I talk fast. I live fast. I think fast. I make money fast. I'm a fast guy. Now, the last one is, has to do with that thing right there over my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? And how the WWE continues to be ass and the way they screwed Barack Lesnar at Crown Jewel. It's just pathetic. You wonder why AEW is kicking your doors in. You get Brock to the top and he becomes the monster that you want him to be and you hand it back over to Roman who can't get over as a face or a heel? Are you shitting me? That's what happens? It's just ass. And for Christ's sakes, Trayvon Diggs, stop intercepting the ball. You're ruining my prediction of Greg Rousseau being the defensive rookie of the year. You just screwed it all up. So, I'll be back. You guys enjoy the show and... I'll be in the future with some more Monster Mashes for your asses. So, as always, I'm Monster. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll catch your asses down the road. Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Folks, welcome to Trainwreck tonight, episode 221. We got Maniac tonight. I'm your host, the General Nail. Special guest, Monster and the Monster Mash. Thank you for that. We got Nate Geary tonight. And producer Burz's Atlanta Braves are going to the World Series. Cannot be more happy for that guy. But hey, what are we talking? We're going to be talking weather, another elite fall day in western New York. Bye week was yesterday. Going to talk around the league NFL. It's a Buffalo Sabres game night. And what's next weekend? Halloween weekend. Gary fired up. Let's go. You don't
Experiencing some technical difficulties in Cheek to Vegas, unfortunately, but we can't delay any further. Let's get him in here, producer Burrs. Let's get him off mute. He did it himself. What a uh, what a gent, Burrs. We're here to talk about your Atlanta Braves, and there he is, Degenerate Al's back just in time. Al, I was mentioning it's time for the star of the show, producer Burrs. He is in the World Series. It's honestly, I mean, Burrs. I've known Burrs for a long time now. And I know Burr's mentioned in one of his videos a couple days ago. We were there for what, Joe, the early 2000s, Astros, Braves, those heartbreaks. I remember that phone call to you in my living room at 4090. And I know you never, you'll never, you never forget that either. 2005, series clinching game. Chris Burke knocks it out, eliminates the Braves in 18 innings. I still remember it. I actually watched some highlights today. Fuel the fire a little bit. And – you know what, the, the garbage can scenario, the cheating saga has brought everybody uh, on the hating bandwagon with the Astros, if you will. I've been there since 2004, 2005. I'm glad everybody's here, and I'm looking for revenge. Yeah, you know what, Burst, not being a diehard Atlanta Braves fan aside, it's not the sexiest World Series. It's just not. But you know what, you, you bring in the aspect of the hate of the Astros. You know, it's been a couple years now. They they was COVID worked out great for the Astros because they didn't have to deal with fans last year. But they got to head to a hostile Atlanta environment. I'm I could not be more excited for this World Series. Obviously, with it being the fuel of hating the Astros so much. That's it. I mean, sugar. I mean, that's I have nothing to add to it. Like, if we just put you know the greatest revenge right now would just be I mean, yeah, winning the World Series, but also over the Astros. Yep. Uh, I've been saying for years now, I've been thankful that they went to the AL because it seemed like every year they're just killing the Braves, killing the Braves. You go through that like 16-year streak in the early 2000s, late 90s, where you just always won the division. You're always making the playoffs, but they could never get over that hump. It was just something, and it always seemed to be the freaking Houston Astros. But once they moved, I knew – if we're going to play him again, it's for all the marbles, and here we are. And it's funny that Al mentions 2004, 2005. I only moved back to Western New York around that time uh, when I was growing up. And Burrs, I mean, we were not, you know, our paths never crossed when we were at our at our high school. But I always heard about this Burrs with his CBA and his bowling academy, everybody talking about it. And, you know, as we've become friends, it's just watching you in the World Series now. Like Al said, it wasn't a sexy World Series, but with you in the World Series, to me, this is the sexiest that a World Series can be. It's it, it, it's sexy for me, I'll say that. But one, you know, 
I mentioned this a couple days ago to somebody else. It's, you know, we got all these Red Sox fans, Yankee fans, all these fans. And truth, those teams make the finals. They make the World Series. They win it all. They've done it. I mean, I'm a Braves fan. I'm a Bills fan and a Sabres fan. And, I mean, I don't think I want to throw in the Florida Gators. I mean, I had my, you know, moments in 2008. But that seems kind of like asterisks with who was on that team there. And Urban Meyer, that's a whole other saga. So, I'm not used to winning. I'm used to heartbreak. Uh, I'm used to just three one collapses, if you will. And just, yeah, the Bills were so close. I thought Atlanta would be the first team that would be one of my teams to make the World Series or the championship game, but I didn't think it would take this long. And the Bills almost took them, almost beat them to the punch last year. And what a year I can have if, if the Bills and uh, the Braves can pull it out this year. That'd be most definitely. And obviously, let's kick it off first. We got to get into this series while we got you. Valuable time for Mr. Burst. Biggest villain for you besides El Tube? Because let's face it, he's obviously the, the face of the villains. But who's who's who are you really targeting? I'm thinking it's between Carlos Correa and Jordan Alvarez. Because they can really do the most damage, in my opinion. You know what? I, I, I thought about this. And obviously, the whole Houston Astros team is and the franchise has been my villain for years. But... To be more specific, I, I really, you said, Jordan Alvarez, that the guy's a DH, he can be a big, big game changer. And then you look at Brantley, I don't know, you know, those guys are both left fielders here. You get the DH in Houston, so that could be big for the Braves, bringing in uh, Soler, uh, a big bat, and, but just win the game, win one game in Houston, and then you bring them back to Atlanta where you don't have the DH. Make a choice. Is Brantley stepping up? Is Alvarez stepping up? And that's my big thing. And also Maldonado. For some reason, catchers just ruin my life. And Will Smith from the Dodgers. Uh, you had you know, Yadier Molina. Like, all these catchers just seem to kill the Braves. And uh, I just keep an eye for them because they're just they're below the radar and they just seem to sneak up on you. But I'm going to go with Alvarez. He's my biggest villain right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're talking real quick about what's happened in this in these playoffs so far. And first, I don't, you know, I know you're not going to like this. I'm going to bring up the Dodgers because I'll admit it. And you know, I told you I had some futures on them, but to win that many games and have to do the one game playoff and then have to go on the road to Atlanta is just ridiculous. It really is. I'm, I'm sorry. I get it. I get it. The Braves won the division. The Dodgers didn't. Maniac, I don't know how you feel about that. but You know just, how I feel, Al? It's, it's, it's a little crazy. Every playoff system is pretty good. I would say pretty good, but they're only about 80 to 85% accurate. I mean, look at the Avalanche having to play the Knights last year. Yeah, uh, but that, at, that's, that's different. That's COVID. <laughs> that's one season COVID. Uh, yeah, but that's how it happened. They, the, these systems they put together, they tend to be, you know, just a B or a B plus. They're never an A. They're never mm-hmm. an A+. Plus. Um, except for March Madness. It's the most tired and true system that's ever, you know, been in sports. So, yeah, it's frustrating. I, I agree that you're – that I, I had a small pinch on the Dodgers. But, um, yeah, for the Dodgers, it sucks. I agree. But at the end of the day, they weren't good enough. They got they got swamped by uh, Burr's Braves. The Braves should have like, sw- swept them, honestly. All, no, all credit to the Braves, 100%. They burst was in the jet stream. They were dominating, but no, you're you're right. It was tough. It was tough. I, I I'm not denying that that's that's a tough look for the Dodgers. If you're a Dodgers fan, you have a sour taste in your mouth. I'm sure, if it happened to a Bills or a Buffalo based team, 
we would no doubt be saying the same thing. Yeah. So Burrs, with all full steam ahead. And by the way, you want to talk about a championship vibe. I think you guys are channeling, speaking of COVID, the Lightning, when they won it without Stamkos, basically for the whole run. Now, I don't think Acuna is coming back in game six of this series or anything, but it's kind of remarkable, Burrs. This yeah. brave season, before we get into your focus for this series specifically, what a roller coaster it's been from that terrible start, getting hot, getting not, constantly being leapfrog in the media and the standings by the Braves and the Phillies. And then with the last month and a half, no doubt, no hotter team in baseball right now, arguably. And and Burrs, Burrs I wish we can go back in the Rock and Crew chat and whatever other chat and just read what was said about the Braves and the injuries in that team back in April, May. It'd, yes. just, it'd be so funny to me to go back and see that. And you know what? That's the good point, too, with our uh, Long Island boys, the uh, Islander friends we have. I mean, they were saying some shit, too, uh, those Met fans. You know, Mets were running away with it. And I'm going to say this, too. When Acuna went down, that was a tough day. And I remember we're sitting there. I'm having a cocktail, watching Sports Center. And that's a lie. I don't watch Sports Center. I don't watch ESPN. But I'm watching something that pops up my phone. Girlfriend Gabe looks over and sees the notification, says, I'm sorry, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna give you a few minutes, really just kind of recollect yourself. And I thought we were, I thought we were not done, but it, it wasn't looking good. Uh, it was almost just get to the playoffs, make the playoffs because you're in a weak NL East division, really. I mean, you are the one division leader with the least amount of wins that made the playoffs. So. It was more of just get in, and and once you're in, anything can happen. And that's really what has happened this year. Yeah, you mentioned the Dodgers, bad luck, yada, yada, yada. You all get your lucky bounces. You get your lucky bounce, you take it, you run with it. They had some injuries, pitching. Kershaw goes down like the last game of the year. That, that sucks. You know, that sucks. I'm grateful in different ways. I never like to see somebody get hurt, but it happens. And... You know, you got to take advantage of those those mistakes or injuries or those lucky bounces, if you will, and, and go with it. And now, like, you look at the Astros, I think McClellers is not he's not going to be pitching in uh, the World Series here. So if if you get freed, well, first off, Chuck. Chuck started off tomorrow night. Charlie Morton had a good veteran start going back to Houston where he won the World Series in Game 7. Come out with maybe freed, and if Ian Anderson can step up and play well, too, the pitching can be a big asset for this team. And Matzik in the bullpen, uh, Will Smith closing it down, and don't forget A.J. Minter. And if Luke Jackson, for the love of God, can just get it in his head and just focus and get back to what he was in the regular season, this Houston could be in trouble. But it's one game at a time. You can't win four games without winning the first one, the second one, and so on and so forth. So comes down to pitching, I think. The pitching is going to be the big, major, major key in this series. And, and Burrs, are you hammering garbage cans every every time you see them? Like, what are you doing right now? Uh, every every store, every uh, hardware store I have near me that, that sells garbage cans, uh, I'm purchasing. I'm telling every person that comes into uh, our local family business to purchase garbage cans and start banging them. Uh, I'm trying – we're creating a anti-Astros bandwagon, if you will. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're looking to hashtag kill the narrative. Braves weren't supposed to beat the Dodgers. They're not expected to beat the, the Astros. Kill the narrative. We've had some crazy-ass things happen the last couple of years. Very surprising things. Yeah. Unpredictable things. Let's add the Braves winning the World Series to that list. And they're not the heaviest of favorites. I think the, I saw today the 
Astros are yeah, minus one forty eight. It's nothing crazy. Absolute pick'em. If Braves yep. take either of those games, they'll be a favorite going back back to Tomahawk Town. All right. Well, hey, we got Burr's unbiased prediction that the uh, Braves pitching is going to get done six or, or or seven games. Burr's. I'm sorry. Did you say six or seven? Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is unbiased. All right. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, I really do think it does go six or seven. Um, I really, uh, in my heart, in my heart, I think the Braves really can get this done um, in six. Um, All right. I had my caps in five. Is uh, still alive back then, and I'm going with the Braves in six. And just don't don't be surprised. I mean, yeah, the Astros started off slow against the Red Sox. They had to come back, but if this Braves pitching and the starting pitching really can just lock down and, and just subdue that Astros offense, it could be less. I'm not saying it's sweet, but I love that number five. I love that number five, but I'm going Braves in six. That's unbiased. If I'm being biased, I'm going Braves in four. But it comes down to the pitching, and I think these guys are going to be ready. You look at the way they're, they're energetic. They're happy in the freaking clubhouse. They remind me a lot of the Bills when you see them practicing, jumping around, dancing, Ron Washington doing the Dougie and the dugout. Heredia with his swords. I'm just – I really believe in this team. They've been playing playoff baseball since really late July, early August. Yeah, I mean, Maniac, I don't know I don't know about you, but I feel like the pressure is on the Braves. The pressure is definitely on the Braves. Let's face it, the Astros have been there before. They're acting like they're the big bad guy. They're the bully. They're going to embrace yep. the role. They're not worried about being booed on the road. Yep. They're right but. But let's face it, the Braves have stared negativity in the face for the last four to five months. They've been told they can't. It's exactly like Burst said. They are rewriting the narrative, and that's why I believe that his boys can get done. I can't wait to watch. Are, are we? What are we aiming for, Burst? Honestly, the fans want to know live streams. What are we thinking? Game two, and then one this weekend coming up. Uh, let's see. We start. We got game one tomorrow night. I think we might see me two or a Wednesday for game two, and Saturday, Sunday. It could be interesting. That's five and six, I believe. Right, they play. They play Sunday night. I sure as hell hope so. But the time is TV. Oh, if, if it's if it's, it's Saturday, if it's, night. It's Saturday, Sunday. If, if it's Sunday, book it. If it's Sunday, book it. I don't think there's going to be any any Sunday scaries on Sunday this week. Book now, it Sunday. That's my it, that, that's my birthday night. That is gonna be that's gonna be a very spooky Sunday. Ha- Halloween, Halloween Studio D. Let's go. All right, Al. I want an unbiased prediction from you. 18 holes at Arrowhead Golf Course. Burrs plus three and a half strokes versus Nate Geary. Who takes it home? Burrs getting three and a half. You gotta like Elvers in that situation. Honestly. I think that's lock. A little like, would you sprinkle money line? I guess would be the question. It's yes. the new putter. Yes, the putting was horrible. It was a- absolutely atrocious from Elders. The, the last time I used that putter was the match. That putter has not been used since. I love it. Well, hey, welcome to the show, Nate Geary. Before we lose you, Burrs, because I know you're on your way out to take care of some biz. Let's get you to predict Bills Dolphins this Sunday. I think uh, you got a lot of great, good AFC teams get some wins. Uh, you know, you have Bengals, Raiders, uh, Titans with a big win. Uh, Bills, they're re- they're going to be ready for business. I think Sean McDermott's going to have this team ready, and 
the Dolphins, all, they're just a shit show, and this Deshaun Watson talk, all that. I think the Bills take care of business, and it's it's maybe adjust the spread a little bit at the at the kiosk. You know, maybe maybe add a few more points so that get a little plus value. I think the Bills take care of business, and this is a a really good game for the Bills. Wow, plus value. Thank you for your time, producer Burrs. Good night now, Good night now, go Braves. Good luck tonight. Are we really talking about betting on this Dolphins game or what? <laughs> Who's betting on a 13-point line? Nathaniel. Real quick. Welcome to the show, Nate. Thank you, 20, thank you for bringing uh-huh. your spice. Uh-huh. I saw uh-huh. a stat today from I, a, a, a good source, I hope. 26 sure. NFL games this year with spread with the spread over seven points. Those teams, 26 and out. Hmm. That that does make sense, honestly. The the so, bad that the cream of the crop is solid this this year, and and there are some poopy teams in this National Football League. Yeah, there are a lot of bad football teams. Uh, there are probably equally as many good football teams, which probably is why you see that uh, that twenty six and zero. But I I I just what could you gain other than you know bragging rights trying to bet on this game i mean just just like i would stay away from betting this dolphins game with just about every ounce of energy mostly because i wouldn't want i don't want motivation to watch them lose by more than i already want them to lose by do you know what i mean like i don't take any pride um in 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 the tears of dolphins fans on twitter like i used to i've grown up i'm i'm a new man i've uh, i've matured uh, and I've moved on from drinking Dolphins fans' tears. I, I I hate to see them so sad. It is tough for the Dolphins, honestly. I mean, we have really shifted our landscape. It was only five to six years ago that the Bills were relatively a joke. Let's face it. We didn't know what team they were running on a week-to-week yeah. basis. We didn't know how many 15-yard penalties Jerry Hughes was going to have per quarter. But mm-hmm. now it's an elite <laughs> team where when you see one little flaw, one little thing that isn't perfect, it really stands out because – this is a well-oiled machine. This is a well-oiled process. So let me ask you this, Nate. Is there any chance the Bills lose the next three weeks? No. I think there's. I think there's a better chance. There's a. Hmm, let's uh, let me let me pull out a maniacism right now. Okay. Uh, I love it. I love it. Geez. Go shoot for there's, the stars. There's a better chance. Hmm, how do I how do I bring Burrs into this? There's a better chance that that Burrs hits any number of putts. Um, than the Bills losing any of their upcoming three games against Lawrence, Mike White, and Joe Flacco. Right. I'm sorry, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Um, who's who do this? Who, who who's the third one? Who do they play after Jacksonville? Uh, Jets. Uh, Jets. Uh, Jets on the road. Now the Jets game. Oh, Dolphins! Right. I'm forget. Like, you guys see this? I literally just the Dolphins are so irrelevant. I forgot that they were oh, playing next week. You did. You did. I mean, that's I mean, still going to be a great game. I mean, I mean, let's face it. That spooky atmosphere at uh, at yeah. Highmark Stadium, it's going to be something. I'm not even going to go. I'm not going to even go to the stadium because I want to see people in their ridiculous outfits. All right. Okay. For, for Have you really matured, Nate? Clearly. I, I hate adults dressing up as children. But, like, what's, what? why the hatred? Why is it, like, why? It's a, why do you... it's a dumb holiday. What are you guys going to give me center stage to explain yes. myself? Is I, that what's yeah, happening? I don't, center stage right now. Why do you? Hate All right, let me Halloween tell you. So let me tell you why I hate Halloween. It started when I was probably about eight years old. Um, so let me let me let me put this on right so that everyone can hear me here. So the story dates back to about 1998, 1999. 
Uh, I was entering the Halloween circuit, uh, had a Halloween costume picked out for myself, was really excited about it. And uh, my mom uh, told me that we had to scrap my Halloween costume idea because she had made me a Halloween costume. Um, and I said, okay, well, what did you make? You know, nine-year-old me, whatever, however old I was at the time said, you know, probably in a more smart ass way, like what the hell mom, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be like Buzz Lightyear. Like what, what do you want? Um, she made me a burlap bag, uh, costume of Moses with a white Santa Claus beard and a hairpiece. Um, and it was the most uncomfortable. Well, the, actually, there was one cool thing was the big stick and a big Moses stick. Um, it was one of the most uncomfortable, terrible Halloween experiences of my life. And it led to a lifelong feud with my mother. And I now hate Halloween because of it. Um, so that's like probably the most scarring Halloween story I have and the main reason that I hate Halloween. But generally speaking, um, I think Halloween is one of the most overrated American holiday. I'm sorry. One of the most overrated American reasons to get together and drink. I'll, I get together with my friends without dressing up. I don't need Halloween to get me together with my buddies and, and pop a Ruby red. Um, like I don't, I don't need a reason to do that. I'll just do it. So, um, yeah, I hate dressing up. I hate awkwardly standing at Halloween parties, pretending to care why you're wearing your costume. Um, and so, yeah, it's just not a holiday that, or it's not a, it's not a gathering day that I care to take place in. I'm happy to allow the kids to enjoy it. I'd like to stay at my door and hand out candy to, um, to excited children. I think that it's their holiday and they should enjoy it. But after about 15 years old, I think you should go to hell. So you're basically Larry David on it. <laughs> uh, it's literally yeah. season one or season two episode. Is that he tries Leanna, to uh, Leanna just texted me. She's in the other room. Uh, Maniac. She said, quote, you sound like the Grinch of Halloween. You are the Grinch of Halloween, oh, but that's okay. We, we want you to be the Grinch of Halloween. And Nate, you know what's uh, actually, worst holiday ever? You know what's actually better than a burlap sack and almost a religious experience in itself? <laughs> what's that? I am talking about, of course, Ooh, the Batavia legend. Sports Expo Legends and Stars. I mean, folks, it's the Sports Collector Collectors Expo, October 29th and 30th, only at Batavia Downs Gaming. Aut autograph guests include current Buffalo football players Jordan Poyer. Greg Russo, Micah Hyde, Devin Singletary, and Boogie Basham Jr. And, of course, you see the legends there. Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, and Andre Reed. Other athletes include Andre Risen and the hit machine Paul Molitor. Full list of guests and details, legendsandstars.net. Batavia Downs Gaming is located just off Thruway Exit 48 in Batavia. How could you forget about Billy Shaw? I mean, I gave Billy Shaw love. I didn't. I also was going to quiz Al on who Sean Waltman was to see if he knew. What if you, it's X Pac for our for our wrestling fans out there? Yeah, no chance. Zero. No, it's okay. I know. Well, Al's just getting into wrestling, but I'm still disappointed yep. in you, Nate. But uh, hey, what do you wrestling Nate? like yes. Halloween oh, is no. just another Nate? reason for grown men Nate? to get giddy argue about on the watching. Internet and, and yeah, argue on the unit, wear costumes. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, wrestling. And I, I think there's a, there's a direct crossover. One of those Venn diagrams, yeah. uh, men that watch wrestling and men that partake in Halloween. And there is a, there's a direct correlation. That's fair. 
I mean, I if no you problem. don't enjoy I no something, I, I mean, I don't need you to enjoy it. But what would you enjoy talking about next? As you're the guest here on Track Tight, would you like to talk about our Buffalo Bulls eking out a win this past week? Or would you like to talk about the Sabres and their run this past week? I, we, we have to talk about the Sabres. Yeah. So what's the deal? Uh, should we have expectations or should no. we just enjoy that this is like a B-minus movie that is te- that is on on a plane and we get to watch it? This is a, a not even a B-minus movie. It's just a movie without commercials on a plane with a steady, unbuffered screen. It's what you got. It's what you got to deal with. It kills the time. I'm going to say this. I'm excited about the coach. I really, really, really like Don Granado a lot. I think he's probably going to extract more points out of this roster than any coach likely had the opportunity or would have the opportunity to do. I think he's the type of guy. I think he's everything that Ralph Kruger portrayed himself to be as a motivator and as a leader. I think he is that. I think he's the, I think he's just sort of the nice guy that knows hockey that gets young guys to play for him. Um, you see guys like Jay Kajula follow him and talk about the things that that he sort of learned from from Granado over the course of his USA hockey days. And then in Chicago, when uh, when he played under under Granado as an assistant and you hear all these great stories from these young players that played for Granado in USA hockey. And you realize how much he's had a, a hand in their development, both as people and as hockey players. So I'm, I'm really excited about the coach. I think it's the first move that I can say. I think with all certainty that I 100% back by Kevin Adams. And and listen, I really like what they did in the draft. I think if you're watching um, right now, um, you know, Devin Levi um, has his third shutout already this season for Northeastern. I think he's going to end up being a real stud and could end up being the real um, the real big win from that draft, um, considering that they, you know, they, they traded him as part of that, that Sam Reinhardt deal. But getting those Russian players that I think a lot of people are talking about as, as, as pretty pure goal scorers, seeing what J.J. Paterka and, um, and, and Jack Quinn are doing at the AHL, level there, there's a lot to be excited about i'm just not sure that it's this year i don't believe dustin Tokarski is going to maintain his second you know highest in the league you know save percentage he's not that good and i think you know those numbers will undoubtedly come down to earth i think tonight could be a slaughter i mean they could lose by six or seven goals tonight and i think that's okay um because I, at the end of the day i think what's important about this season is the developmental traits that Granado can build in guys like rasin stalin can he continue taking steps forward those those are things like i'm going to be watching for ken Victor Olofsson learned to establish his own play without having a stud at center feeding him the puck. Um, you know, can Dylan Cousins become um, a more a, a more consistent uh, score? Can Tage Thompson continue to look like a bona fide number two center? Because that's what he's looked like um, through the first couple of games this season. If, if, if for nothing else, I think you have to be really excited about the fact that this is the first time this organization has looked at the roster and said, okay, this isn't perfect. Let's see if we can do some tinkering. Let's move a guy to center with the size and capability to play, but maybe hasn't seen his full, you know, a, a developmental ability and a guy like Tage Thompson. I mean, if Tage can carry what he has done for the first couple of games and, and an 82 game season, I really like what, we're, what what we've seen from him. And we haven't even quite seen, I think, this team's best player, which is Casey Middlestad, um, really take off. So I'm excited to see him back from injury. Hopefully we'll can see that in the next couple of weeks here. Um, and this team can can stay in hockey games and play the brand of hockey we've seen because I think it's A, exciting, um, but B, it'll keep them in hockey games and 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 give us something to to cheer for. I, I'll say this, Craig Anderson's a... I think it's sort of a great guy to cheer for. I think he's a great guy for the room. Kylo Poso looks like he's a renewed player. Seeing this 
this sort of de facto fourth line play as well as they did, as well as they have. I think it just all of this says a lot about the coaching and how much it can matter um, in a game like hockey when when there are so few things that can separate you as a team when um, when you don't have the ability to maybe add as a roster. Um, this team is filled with young players. I think they've got the right coach. I, I think the jury still might be out on the general manager, but let's be honest, everyone's just waiting around for the Jack Eichel trade. And until that happens and until we know what we're going to be building around for the future, I'm kind of just on, on pause waiting for this team to, to make the inevitable move of, of trading Jack Eichel. And let's, and let's sort of see where we're going there from here, but I, I don't have expectations. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to be fighting in a position with the Arizona, with Arizona and, and apparently Montreal um, as teams that are going to be fighting for the bottom and potentially the number one pick in a year where, um, it, it may really behoove you to be and have the best odds um, to get that number one pick. Yeah, it's game six of the regular season yeah. tonight for some teams. The Florida Panthers are minus 435 against Arizona. That is absolutely ridiculous. Hot start, though, for Florida. And is Carter Hutton in that? Yep. That's yeah, why that Carter, Carter Hutton might be like Carter Hutton has compromising photography of multiple NHL front insiders and front um, in front office workers. Cause there's no way that guy belongs yes. in the NHL. He, there, there's a, there's a statement to be made that David legacy um, could, uh, could get off, uh, get off his couch right now, walk into an NHL room and be better. Um, so like, I, I just think that we're, I don't know what we're doing with Carter Hutton, but um, to your point, maniac, like, the, or I'm sorry to Al, to your point, like the Sabres were in first place in what, like mid November, three years ago. Like, yeah, let's just, let's pump the brakes. I think what's important that we're seeing here is this is a team that um, like, I'm trying to find it a good equivalent that, that I was watching this weekend, the Washington football team, they're not very good at football, but that team will, will scratch and claw uh, until the last whistle. And I believe it's because of the coach and they want to play for the coach and they want to watch the coach succeed. And I think when you have motivation in a room to play for a coach, because you want to see the coach succeed for the work that he puts in you, I think that's, I think that's sort of the the culture that needed a long time ago to be built here that I think finally is. So if that foundational piece um, is figured out, the coach, I think that you can start to see finally some some moving forward in this in this organization. And, and what about the, what about the Eichel situation? Do you think the players like him? Is Eichel talking to anybody right now? If you're on the Bruins roster, you like him. Well, my, I'm just saying, like do, you're like his these, best friend. You're hanging out with him every day. You're probably texting him in the group chat. What's up, Jack? Do these Sabres players like also out of spite want to play well because Eichel's not playing? Like, do, does anyone talk to him? Like, I. It's hard well, to know, man. I, I mean, it, it there there is this sort of awkward feel that they they don't really love, um, you know, Jack, or they they this maybe is a little in spite of him, or it, maybe not in spite of him, but maybe he's a martyr in some ways where they want to prove to the media, they want to prove to the community that they don't need him to be a competitive hockey team. But it's not, maybe has nothing to do directly with Jack personally. But I do believe that so far it, it's very clear that that this team has been. I think maybe better culturally, culturally, um, or in the room without guys like Sam Reinhart, without guys like Rasmus Ristolainen and, and Jack Eichel. Even though that, there, there's no denying that I think Jack and, and Sam in particular are, are you know top notch A level NHL players, and I think Sam um, is really getting an opportunity to play for an organization and for a team that that he can go places. And I, and I think that's going to bring a new level and a new game for for Reinhardt out that maybe we didn't see here in Buffalo. But yeah, I, I, I get a lot of weird vibes around how this team um, has been playing without the, without the presence of their um, once captain, no longer captain, no longer captain Jack Sparrow, but Hey, you got, you were just talking about the Panthers. They are the favorite in the East. I didn't even know that. So we're already priming ourselves for a reality where 
somehow Eichel could be helping a team make a run in the playoffs like the Golden Knights and Reinhardt could be leading the Panthers to the Stanley Cup finals. You want Which to would make sense. That? It would be Florida and 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 Las Vegas in that sense then, right? Like having yeah. Eichel versus Reinhardt, that would make way Oh my sense. gosh. Sabres Twitter would absolutely eat that up. Nate, what do you think the odds are of Avalanche Panthers in the finals? Those are the two favorites. Both I, of those think- happening probably low um i think the avalanche are the type of team that are going to be built to win president's cups and then get to the playoffs and kind of fizzle out um they did last year i think that's kind of their makeup we'll see if like nathan mckinnon can be the player and ascend to the level of like hey we're also a playoff performer over here in colorado but um that's my prediction is i I actually like florida probably more than than Colorado. i just think like the west can be a little bit of a grind um and for them trying to grind out early series against teams like Winnipeg um, or Edmonton or Las Vegas. Cause Las Vegas is the way that it's looking in Las Vegas. They could end up being like a seven seed, a six seed. And if they're a low seed playing, you know, the, the, uh, the avalanche in round one, I could absolutely see the avalanche bowing out early again. So I, I'm going to continue to side with the avalanche being playoff pretenders until they prove that they're not. True. They kind of got like those Colts vibes when they were with Peyton Manning when they were like really elite for like four to five years. Yeah, but never could get over the hump. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. For sure. I I was in a lot of pain when it happened. The Avalanche were better than the Knights last year. They were just getting out coached pretty pretty violently. I think it's time that we all start to think about the idea of what it's going to be like for Connor McDavid to win a Stanley Cup because – I think it's just sort of a matter of time. I still don't think they've quite got the roster on the on the blue line or the goaltending, but it's just a matter of time before two guys that lead the league in scoring, you know, get deep into the playoffs. And maybe this is the year they do it. Um, I know they look good the other night against Las Vegas. So um, while I was in Las Vegas, so we'll see um, ultimately how um, how things play out for for them this year. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't turn the page on on Connor McDavid finally breaking through. I mean, on DraftKings, you have the Florida Panthers currently with the second best odds to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's unreal. I buy it, and, and, and that's Oilers, and that's and that's without Bobrovsky really, really playing up to the level that he's capable of. If he stands on his head, like they yeah. could be, they could if they have goaltending to 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 supplement dude getting sam bennett i mean they've got a really nice deep they're three lines deep of 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 goal scores yeah and your oilers they jumped up i mean they're now six best odds yeah they're at 13 to one they're right and again like i said i mean when when you when you have two of the two of the top three goal scorers in hockey point getters like yeah eventually like that's going to carry over into some sort of playoff success it has to Mm mm-hmm I'll ask you both the trivia questions. Speaking of finals winners right now, who do you think has better odds? Warriors to win the NBA finals or Lightning to win the NHL finals via our friends at the Creek? I'd probably say Lightning. I mean, I haven't I just obviously saw the Lightning line and they've they've been hovering seven to eight to one the entire time. I'm saying there's no way Warriors have the, have better odds than that. I think Warriors before were like like what 12, 13? Yeah, they were twelve. I mean, maybe Curry's hot start got them all of a sudden. And we still don't have Clay Thompson, and and I think I do think that's yeah, these were question. these were as of this morning. Surprisingly, I, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the Lightning. I'll take I didn't see them. Warriors were ten to one. Lightning were eleven to one as of this morning. Really? Yep. So I was very surprised by that. I'm surprised that the Lightning are such long odds. Kucherov. Going, long, 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 
Is that, that what happens? Yep. Me, yeah, yeah, but yep. that strikes that's me as like why. Vegas not learning its lesson. Vegas is so stubborn on these elite teams, just one way or the other, I feel like. I also think that Vegas tends to favor volume point getting, right? So yes. if and 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 using the Warriors as an example, like Steph Curry maybe being overvalued because of his ability to go off for 50 points in a game. Um, they're also I think the Warriors are a really interesting story because you know they 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 get bowed out in the in the play-in game last year after Steph Curry, I think was robbed of the MVP. I thought Steph Curry deserved the MVP. He carried a crappy basketball team all year. Um, I think Wiseman's a year older. Um, I think they've got a deep enough team, but frankly, it's just Clay Thompson coming back and having Clay and, and, and Steph um, being a hundred percent by January, February time together. Um, I think they, listen, I think the story is less about the Warriors and more about the Lakers make, missing the playoffs. What? The, the Lakers war- are going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. I think they're outrageously, they should not be five to one. I agree that they are, they are way overrated, but don't forget that these like super, super teams, especially when you add a superstar, almost always take like 10 to 20 games to really gel yep. and figure out what generates the most points per minute. We saw it with the Miami heat when he went there at first for the first 20 to 25 games, they were getting owned against the spread. They were winning. But they were getting owned against the They are Believe me, I learned that firsthand. That was my intro to betting. They are old. They're old. They don't really have a go-to shooter that when teams can match up big on big on Davis, LeBron is not a spot shooter. LeBron, at this point in his career, should be playing power forward. And not handling the foot and not handling the basketball. But they don't have to take less contact now. Isn't that the idea that by I think the problem is the problem is, is their primary ball handler is not a good fit for what they're trying to do. And Russell Westbrook, what I'm um, thinking is that they're going to have, they're going to run the first quarter offense that they'll run it through. Then they'll take LeBron out and let Russell go crazy for like eight to nine minutes. Which they've been let me ask you this. Like. Let me yeah, ask you go this. On, go on. More wins, the Knicks or the Lakers. Lakers for sure. And you're, you're definitely right. And I will this one. I will put whatever money down for the Knicks just straight up. You want to? Having a better record than the Lakers. Maniac, please do this with them. Should we, should we just do it live here on the yes. show? Is that live allowed? Bet. Live bet right now. I mean. End uh, of the season. Yeah. The, Knicks, the Knicks end up with more wins than the Los Angeles Lakers. All right. If, all right. Let, let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. But not on so money. Not mo- but not money. But not money. I, if, 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 if the Lakers have more wins. Then you have to caddy for producer Burrs at the Trainwreck Mini Golf Tournament. Deal. Okay. And what do I have to do if, if the if the Knicks have more? Should I should I be a waiter for you and Lee for for a night out? Can't wait to hear this. Al, what do you think? What would be most embarrassing for? Do you for want me to come over and snuggle with your cat? For maniac, something yeah. probably that where his hair has to grow out again. Oh no! Not 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 saying forever or until something happens, but I think him not getting a haircut for a few months or a couple of years would be funny. If the Knicks end the season with a better record than the Lakers, you can't shave your face until the following basketball season. 
No, no, no. I'll, I'll do grow out hair. I'll do grow out hair. No, I want from, facial. From the, no, no, no. I, I want can't facial. do facial. I'm not doing beard. I not doing beard. That's way more facial. than one caddy event. That's way more I... than one yeah, I know I, you want facial. I know you want a facial on me, Nate. I know you if do. If you are you confident in your bet, well, I want to up my stake. On... I want to up. Fine. I want to up Fine. Fine. Um, and because if you think and, about it, too, they yes. end in June, July, June, July, August, September. That's October. not that bad. It's not. It's not that bad. It's four it's months bad. of facial it's hair. Pretty bad. That's four full it's months of facial bad. hair. I mean, it's yeah, pretty you remember, bad. You remember what I looked like in June of last year? Yeah, no, can't do that. Can't so, do that. so um, what is your upped ante? My upped ante is that I don't know. I want something like this is a big ask by you, right? Yes, now. it is. Well, it doesn't have to be live this second. We can figure it out. All right, we will. No, we will all right, discuss. That, all right, that, then across across that same period of time, three months. You have to you have to sneak in twenty ads for Trainwreck Sports on Odyssey Airwaves. <laughs> That's my price. <laughs> that is amazing. This is amazing if, for both parties. It's okay, Odyssey. They got enough ads on there. You can sneak one in. They don't even know. I agree to the terms of your. All right. Of your bet. So three. It's three. It, I mean, obviously, Al. What are my live odds on this? Minus three hundred at least, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's what I was figuring. The Lakers. Yeah, if I don't have to, yeah. if I, yeah, that, I'm going to be in trouble. And that's the summer too. That's the summer. <laughs> From the time the playoffs start. Oh yeah, it can't be the end of the season. The end of the season actually ends in May. So it actually would be a little bit more than four months. All yeah. right, then let's oh, actually. Oh, now, yeah, now you're hold on, Nate, Nate. Let's be. It real. can't be the end. Of, so, end of the regular season till training camp. End of the regular season till NBA training camp. I would say first Nate, preseason game. Nate, it should be June, July, August. Ninety days. Ninety yeah. days of summer. June, all of June, all of July, August, all of August, all of September. Four months. Okay. Four full months. No, no, no. Four not full four full months. months. Not four, four months. Four full plus 15th, months. September 15th. September 15th. June, four July, months. August, September Where are the 15th. offers off the table? No, Bill's opening day. Bill's opening Bill's day. Bill's opening day. Bill's opening day. Bill's opening no, day. No, that's that's beginning of September. No Memorial, shot. Memorial Day to Bill's opening day. Memorial Day to Bill's opening day. Nate, Nate do you realize how long that is? I literally Bro, look. I'm going to look homeless. If Even it, more it, homeless than I did before. And that was four years. This is going to be four months. You're Memorial Day to Labor Day. Yes, sure. Okay. Deal. You just gave me a better deal than a Bill's opener. Yeah, yeah. What's deal. Labor Day? What's Labor Day? The lawyer's locked in. The lawyer's I don't know if it's locked in. I, I, I just was asking. I was asking Labor Day questions. If question LeBron mark. goes down, if LeBron goes down, I'm gonna be pretty pissy. Like of all the years, of all the years for him to go down, this is incredible. All right, that's the deal. All right, twenty. I'll, I'll take twenty ads. Twenty ads. <laughs> For Maniac letting his facial hair grow out. 15 second spots for training. For roughly, for roughly. Odyssey listeners, check out wig reviews at wig reviews with a Z. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to be tuned into every Lakers. Lakers Lakers and Knicks games. If I see a close one on either, I'm freaking going nuts. I'm posting every head to head. Every head to head matchup. I'm posting about the weather. I'm trolling Sabres Twitter. I don't care what the hell's happening. Yep. Oh my God. And, And Christmas day. You got Hawks, Knicks. 
and Nets Lakers on Christmas. Wow, can't wait for Trey Young to invade him. I've already got a two game advantage. I'm pretty sure right now. So yeah, but my live line is minus three fifty, pretty much. Minus at least minus two fifty. It's a hot start for those Knicks maniac. Hot start. It is, and, and New York is going crazy. I and the East, Eastern Conference, a little easier. Just saying. Right now, live lines, though. Oh, those are going to be some close games on Christmas Day, huh? Yes, they are. Oh, uh, all God. I know, all I know is I am. I couldn't tell you how excited I am to watch, and not only this maniac, but on the first day, you need to straight shave your face to yeah. promote to promote yeah. the growth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Straight razor. All right. All right. And I'll do that. And then on the first day, you have to type a tweet in all caps. Can't wait to go to work today and promote train rock sports. Deal. All right. Sounds good. Deal. Fair. Totally fair deal to me. I mean, this I'm getting good, great this is a good deal. I'm getting great odds. They almost Lakers almost were 0 and three after John Morant missed a field uh, missed a free throw yesterday, and they almost started the season 0 and three against freaking Memphis. Nate, you're using almost in the NBA regular you, season, all right? Do you, so you, you want, just take a chill pill? Do you it's want? Like, it's, like, you, it's like full. It's like the courtside seats are almost filled up. Do you want to have season. my girlfriend put together a digital facial uh, recognize recognition software? Girlfriend? what so your face would alert. look like yeah. with it right now just so that we yeah. know what it looks like going yeah. into it or what yeah yeah i'll be getting enough of your face i'm sure okay speaking of seeing your face hey talk, talk to the people who's coming um so this thursday uh from 7 to 9 p.m at cole's downtown restaurant on elmwood uh sale capaccio and i are hosting a real men wear pink uh it's uh it's an event for uh, breast cancer awareness and uh I just got, hold on. Let me read the text message from Howard. I believe Howard Simon, get this gentleman, got a signed Seinfeld script sent to me. And I believe it's down in my mailbox as we speak for a raffle item. So uh, on top of that, we've got a foursome to Lancaster Country Club. We've got a foursome to Niagara Frontier Country Club. We've got a, a custom uh, Oxford pennant, uh, some Oxford pennant gear, what else do we have? We've we've got some seriously good raffle items. Uh, not only that, but you get to come out, talk to me, uh, Howard Simon, Jeremy White, Bulldog, Jody Biasi, my man Tim Graham, uh, Matt Perino as well. So we've got a lot of folks for you to come out and meet. And of course, I wanted to give a shout out to my presenting sponsors, Range Marketing, New Wave Energy, and Townhousing Real Estate. So come out, uh, come enjoy a beer or two. Uh, I'd be happy to buy you one if you come out. I, I owe you a beer if you come out. It's only fair. Um, so I'd be happy to have it. Hopefully I see you guys and I see the whole train wreck crew. Um, I'd love to have you guys out. I know we're all, everyone there are all pretty regulars, um, on the, uh, on the train wreck podcast. Um, so we'd love to have you guys out, uh, shoot the shit, watch a little Thursday night football. Um, hear some stories. Bulldog, by the way, has some unbelievable drinking stories. So if you guys have ever wondered what it was like to drink with Bulldog, like this is your opportunity to come do it for a couple hours. That's a big game Thursday night too, right? Packers mm-hmm. Cardinals. Like yeah, big game. Unfortunately, game. the Devontae Adams news. That's that's right. troubling. Dude, does anyone want to bet on that game on this podcast? What's the line? I think it's gonna be it's gonna be excessive. I bet you and, and Arizona's home. Yeah. Arizona's home without Devontae Adams. I bet you that line goes to 10. No okay. Way. Well, right now it's five and a half. No it's not going way. to 10. Eight. Nate, Aaron Rodgers. No Devontae Adams? Nate, Aaron Rodgers is never No Zadarius Smith. No Give me 10. I'll take it right now. You want to take right. – So so Maniac and I can bet you right now. We'll, we'll take Rodgers plus 10. Okay. Yes. Sure. What are we yeah. betting? 
Um, what do you want to bet? I wa- I bet. Um, here's what I bet. If I win, you guys have to buy me 300 level seats to a Sabres game okay. and then take out and, and get a happy birthday message on the scoreboard, even though it's not my birthday, and just say, Nate, you're the smartest man alive from Trainwreck Sports, and I want it to go in the second period of the Sabres game that I go to. Okay. What two 300 level tickets? They could be the cheapest ones you find for me and Yeah, yeah, And then I want, and then I want, and the second period, a happy birthday message that says, Nate Geary is the smartest man in, in Buffalo and Western New York media from train wreck sports. And, and okay. And then if we do it, I want the same thing for me and Degenerate Al 300 okay. level tickets to a Sabres game. Okay. And I want the message on the Sabres board to say, Train wreck sports is too good for the Bills media golf outing. Signed Nate Geary. <laughs> do you think they'll let me put that on there? Like, they won't. They don't they think won't. they'll do it. I don't no think chance, man. Let's let's get something a little bit more realistic. Um, let's do. It's got to be something happy birthday related, even though it's not your birthday. We'll pose it as your birthday. I don't want tickets to a Sabres game. Okay, that's fair. Okay, then pick something else. Bandits game. I don't know. What do you want? Cor- court sides. For a UB no. basketball game. I mean, I have ends. I can just, I can get a yeah. court side. So there you go. Court sides for a UB Bulls basketball game. And you get the message on the board that says, I love how much better Trainwreck Sports is looking than me. I can, I can talk to some people and see if I can get that. I, I think that's All a little right, bit we'll more realistic. We'll negotiate the message, but we have the I think that's sides. a little bit more we realistic. I think I can pull it off. In, and then we got the, okay. I think I can pull that off. You're not gonna pull a Deion Dawkins, and then when you lose the bet, just pretend like you don't know us, right? Seriously, that sucked. I won't do that. I won't. Okay. I won't Dawkins you. I won't Schno you. And by the way, you already Schno. I would welcome him back with open arms. Of course arms he would. If he ever decided would. to rescind his sins and and, mm-hmm. and dress up for one media but outing, as I do, a, as I a do, got, I do want you both to tweet this out, and I will confirm. I am taking the Cardinals. Cardinals, 10. you're taking the Cardinals minus ten. Yep. And we're taking Aaron Rodgers in prime time with ten points. On a short With no Devonte Adams. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Nate's smarter than Vegas. Everybody. Thanks for coming on, Nate. Fact, Jack. <laughs> fact, Jack. Thanks for coming fact, on, Nate. You're so, thanks for coming on, Nate Geary. So much smarter than Vegas. Any shouts from you, Al? Uh, shout out. Oh my God. Yeah. Outlet Liquor and the event that they that they threw down Friday night. Claudia Hoiser, Drunken Bean, Sign Bottle. This train never stops. Absolutely fantastic. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink whiskey. And this is this bottle right here, Drunken Bean, phenomenal. Folks, stay tuned. We got Burrs coming on live streams later this week. We got, obviously, Bulls back in action. We got Sabres action tonight coming up in just minutes. And, yep. of course, we got our Bills this weekend. Thank you for tuning in to Trainwreck tonight, whether it was on MySpace Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, the whole enchilada, and a huge shout-out again to our guy who knows more than Vegas, Nate Geary, for making his – Eight career appearance on trainer. Eight with nine, nine in the bag, baby. Nine, nine in the side pocket. And and now I'm so excited for Knicks, Lakers games. Knicks, Thursday Lakers night. games have value to me now. So Thursday night football, when you guys, you guys better be there with me watching th- live Thursday night football live. Yeah, so we can, we can the, live tweet it. We're going to have the UB Bulls basketball schedule. We're going to be picking out which game. I got, I, got go a, I got a happy hour before. I don't know if I'll make it, but. I'll be there. I'll I'll be there for sure. A thousand percent. I, I want to drink, really, drink with Joe DiBiase. We'll see. I, I don't know if I want to drink with Nate. But. I got a happy hour five to seven. 
And and mine starts seven to nine, brother. Sounds like sounds like you're 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 bar hopping happy hours. Your first drink's on me, Al. First drink is on Nate. And All folks, right. make sure if you're making a decision for food this weekend, of course, sponsor plug, you make it. Picasso's. Good night now. Pick up Picasso's tonight. Order online at Picasso.